Howdy, podcast people. This is added to the list, Reality Rewind, where we recap and deep dive into the biggest reality shows on TV. This episode, we will continue our breakdown of Big Brother Season 25, including Nicole's surprise eviction and Bowie Jane's biggest point in the game so far. My name is Graham Capito, and I am joined, as always, by Alonzo Ramont and Zach Schultz. Hello, hello. Hello. Howdy, podcast people. Oh, wow. What a neat sign-on. You know, imitation is the highest form of flattery. I know, I do feel flattered. Um, (laughs) I was was listening back to last episode. Zach somehow tricked me into thinking I said his name first. I didn't. Oh. Yeah, I was, because Zach, you said your name first. And I was like, oh, maybe I did. I didn't. Yeah, I did. I, I, yeah, it's a little, it's a little uh, reverse psychology there. I don't think that's and it worked. Filthy yeah, it worked. trickery and deceit is what I call I'm it. I'm a manipulative person, and I take pride in that. <laughs> well, it worked. It worked. You'd make a great Big Brother player. Well, speaking of manipulative people, yeah, uh, yeah, everyone in the house. Listen, let's uh, talk ex- about this season's really picking up. It is. It- I know. Hey, um, well, I think it's mostly due to Cameron. Honestly, he's the one yeah. who's really shooken anything up. Cameron's, I think, my guy now. In, in all honesty, I like Cameron. I think he's, I like him. I think he's my favorite. Um, and I told you guys this before we started recording. After this episode, I wanted to beat Corey with sticks. I mm. hate Corey so much now. I don't like this. I find him in America obnoxious. Their whole like betrayal of me, Cole. I the gasp I let out because I was like, obviously Felicia's going home. Felicia's going home. She's going home. And I <laughs> thought Felicia. What? No, not nothing. I just I I didn't quite understand what you were saying when you said you let out a gasp, but it, I picked it up. A gasp with a P. Oh. <laughs> uh, I let out so much gas. <laughs> It's really unpleasant watching Big Brother with me. Good thing this is an audio uh, platform only. Like, God, Zach, you have to stop watching that show. Uh, no, but I thought Felicia was going to lose, and I think Felicia thought Felicia was going to get voted off because she was in, like, her nicest garb. She had, like, a necklace on and, like, a scarf and a very nice dress, and I am so surprised at Nicole. But then... Well, I kept yelling at the screen, thinking Felicia was going to be the one voted off. That I was like, the smart thing to do would be to vote off McCall, because McCall's the threat. McCall's the big threat. She's the big game player. Felicia's not going to win the whole thing, but McCall mm-hmm. could. And then they actually took the advice I was screaming at the TV ass, because Corey did his manipulating. Yeah, I was a little surprised, and I'm sure we're going to get some of that back um backstory uh talking behind doors that we sometimes miss out on in the live episodes right before an eviction but i was surprised that cameron went along with this i mean on one hand if the whole house was going along with it he doesn't really have a choice but he was so intent on getting felicia out to the point where he had that opportunity to backdoor Corey, which I would say it's a bigger threat than Felicia, bigger threat than Nicole, and he yeah. didn't. I was like, okay, well, he's 
gung-ho on making sure Felicia isn't in the jury. And I didn't think he felt that same uh, energy towards Nicole. So I was just a little surprised that 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 went down. As far as everyone else's game, like once it had been locked, those two, I thought that was a great move. But I was just a little surprised on Cameron's part um, that he kind of let that happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. Uh, I, I just I didn't like the whole like <clears throat> them and I, and this is a word that I hate, but they were gaslighting Nicole because you know she was straight up like y'all are lying, and I and they did the same thing to Felicia I mean, in the very beginning of the episode, and that really made me mad. Yeah, because it was like it's like really painting them as unlikable just to see them looking at them lying to their faces and then just being very rude about it. I yeah. didn't like it. Granted, I I think everybody knew they were lying. I I, I think yeah. I saw through it. Um, but that that bothered me, and I don't know why. I, I don't know why it bothered me because that's like that's part of the game. But that that really bothered me, and I think um, they're a little smug. Uh, Corey mm. America. That's it. That's it. What I'm like, mm, you know, and like, but stop thinks, smiling. Yeah, and he thinks he's the smartest person in the room every time. And every diary, every time he's in the diary room, it's, oh, I was telling such and such how great they are. I lied or whatever. Like, it's this, like, just this smugness that I think mm. he, where he just feels like he's in the best position. He's not worried about anything. He's just kicking it with his girl um, who he probably couldn't get in the real world. Um, oh, shots fired. I, well, bang, I watched bang, this bang. episode with my sister and she's not watched any of these episodes. And I said, they're together. You know that. Like they're a showman. It's like they got together on the show. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, she was like, what? How did that? She's beautiful. How and whenever they were sitting together she was like his legs are so skinny (laughs) (laughs) and like i'm all about the underdog but i don't think Corey's an underdog at this point like no the way he was playing the Mm -hmm. game in the beginning um but he got a little bit of confidence he you know he he as my grandmother would say he got a little big for his britches you know Mm -hmm. um and so that's a little annoying to me um I will also say Felicia staying is good TV. So yes, oh, that's true. Yes, I do love Felicia, and she's on my team. Thank God that I still have a person. Yeah, yeah. I was a little shocked. I was not prepared to lose someone this week. I felt pretty confident <laughs> that my team was, you know, going to stay the way it was. Uh, but no, no, Nicole yeah. out the door. Well, um, and she actually said um, she wasn't surprised, actually, uh, that she uh, was eliminated. Um, y'all want to hear a little bit of her interview with uh, with Julie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I, I do feel like, though, even before we, we listened to it, she would be the type of person to say that she isn't surprised, even if she was slightly surprised to maybe save face um but yeah well, I'd like to, she I'd like says to she that said. she kind of saw it coming uh when she from earlier in the week 
there were she said like she, mm, that's why she didn't campaign there were some signs hold on let's see mm-hmm. Can y'all hear? I had a conversation in the comic room with America where she was pitching this idea of me, her, Corey, and Bowie Jane working together. And I was like, sure, okay. She's like, you can trust Bowie Jane. She's so smart. I think you should talk to her more. She just seemed to know so much about Bowie Jane. So I figured that I let everyone know how much she knew about Bowie Jane. And why did you do that? Well, because I think that Corey and America have played master manipulator this season. Corey has flipped more than one vote, right? So when I heard that I was the pawn, I knew that if Corey had anything to do with it, I wouldn't stay that way for long. And so, you know, I thought that I let people in on all of the shenanigans that he's been having under his sleeve this season. Do you want to know who won HOH? I would love to know. Bowie Jane. Oh, DJ BJ. Let's go. So who do you think she's going to target? Oh, uh, well, if she's smart, then she put up uh, Matt and Jack and go from there. You, uh, when I asked you who you thought would be the two people related yeah. this season, you said America and Cameron mm. thinking what? Well, they have a very interesting relationship, and I'm not sure why. So I figured maybe they are Texas type cousins. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 wrong there. Um, have you absorbed the fact that Sari is Jared's mom? I am shook. Literally, I just keep thinking back to so many instances in which I'm like, this makes so much sense. When she heard that Blue was okay with him getting evicted, and she was kind of upset about that, she's like, oh, I think you should tell Jared, since they are so lovey-lovey, he should know that. And I was like, why? And now it makes sense. As much time as she spent in the HOH, anything that someone said about her that he heard, he was always telling her what was said, it all makes sense now. Up until that exit speech, yeah. you played a very um, low, you know, you you stayed under the radar. You, you didn't make waves. Yeah. What was, was that your strategy? It was my strategy. So, you know, I have a master's degree in education policy. I started my career on Capitol Hill. I've drafted bills that have been signed into law. I've done all these cool, amazing things in my career. And I consider myself a pretty smart cookie. I know that Corey's supposed to be the genius, but, you know, I graduated high school at 16, had my degree by 20, working on Capitol Hill by 22. So I knew that I had to downplay a lot of myself in order to really stay under the you know radar and not be seen as a threat in this game. And so, but playing it so low key, do you think that has anything to do with why you're sitting here now? Like Felicia was the opposite. Yeah. And her, you know, explosive behavior kind of turned around her game. Yeah, it did. It did. I mean, I think that obviously it became to my detriment, which is unfortunate, but you know, I wanted to be perceived as a trustworthy player. And the only way that you can do that is if people know that you're not running around saying and doing a whole bunch of stuff. I think that people expect for Miss Felicia to be exactly who she is. They expect her to be a little erratic. They expect her to be a little over the top. They expect her to try to create alliances with the entire house and then only keep two people out of it and then change her mind about who the target is the next day. They don't really expect that from me. So you know but the two of you you and felicia seem pretty loyal to each other yes how do you think she's gonna do without you in there now 
Oh, I think it'll be very interesting. Uh, I think that her and Sari now have a very interesting relationship. There have been a lot of things that have been said and done uh, that I don't know if they can really mend. I, I don't believe that she really trusts anybody else in this house, and I don't think that they trust her either. So it'll be an interesting path forward for sure. Sitting here now, is there anything you would have done differently? Oh, if I could do anything differently... I think I would have won more. <laughs> you came so close. I came in so three close. competitions. I did. I did. Listen, the pressure cooker was light work for me. I spent 17 hours in committee meetings on Capitol Hill. So I was like, okay, give me a pair of heels in here. I'll be fine. But then, you know, I thought it was a, a trip in that in that tin package that was up there. And it was just a dinner party with America. So, you know. <laughs> what is the best thing you're going to take away from this experience? The best thing that I'm going to take away from this experience is that I absolutely know how to stay calm under pressure. I think my back was against the wall, especially this past week. And, you know, I didn't seem very frazzled. I was very nervous. I was very anxious. I probably had two hours of sleep last night. I kept hearing American Corey. I don't know if they call it kissing, whatever it is that they're over there doing what they're doing. It was just a lot of things happening last night. And, um, you know, I, I think that this week I tried to keep um, my emotions in check as best as I could, although uh, I kind of had a feeling that it would be me. So, Well, there you have it. <clears throat> That's a lot to unpack there. I really enjoyed her. I, I enjoyed her exit and her interview, actually, I think. Oh, I loved that. Whenever yeah. she said, listen here. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. now that Bowie Jane is HOH, and her saying that, hey, she's gonna tar they're gonna these three are gonna target you guys. Once those people get put up, they'll know, oh, Mimi was right. That we're there, there, they these three are against us, and you know, that'll change the game. I had a hard time following what Nicole was saying uh, in this interview we just listened to about the the Bowie Jane, like the America conversation about Bowie Jane. She was saying that. America came to her and said, let's do an alliance, me, you, Corey, and Bowie Jane. Um, we're working. To, and so she's basically saying that's how she knew that Bowie Jane, Corey, and America were already working together because America came to her and was like, mm -hmm. Bowie Jane will be great for us to work with and blah, blah, blah. So she's saying basically, well, how do you know that? You know, um, what makes yeah. you say that? Um, I think it's a little bit of an assumption, but I mean, now that Bowie Jane is HOH, of course, she's not going to put up Corey in America. You know what I mean? Like after the right. was heard. Yeah. Um, so I think now I will say this. I do already know what happens, but I won't say it um, for the sake of Graham. Um, I like that you threw Graham under the bus. <laughs> I don't know if Zach wanted to hear either, but that's fine. Um, I'd be fine with you. But I think Bowie Jane really struggled because she doesn't have a super solid anything. She has not made any impact because yeah. So if you look, like she kept, she didn't know who to put up at all. Like, and she's like, and she literally says, "I wish I wouldn't have won," and that leads into the conversation, Graham or Zach, that you mentioned about the HOH competition. It's like, I do like that we find out on a Thursday who's the HOH, but I hate the game. Like, um, and then like- 
those questions it like it takes like 15 minutes and it's the same thing every time and i thought felicia was actually going to win because i thought she wrote down like remember how you know they it was a tie between felicia and bowie and they had mm. to guess a number and i thought felicia wrote down 450 or something but she said it was like 45,000 and mm -hmm. so i thought oh well felicia's going to win and and sh and she didn't but um I was I I definitely rolled my eyes with with uh, Bowie Jane winning to be honest because um, she's not done anything. Uh, at least so, at least if you're not gonna win stuff, be entertaining. Yeah, she's not. She's done. She's like um, she's like a fence rider. She is not. She doesn't say anything like opinionated. There's no edge to her. So maybe it's a hot take, but I actually like the competition. Um. I like these type of competitions. One, because it gives someone who's not like a big physical player a chance to win HOH. Sure. Like, yeah. um, like that what putt putt one was how Felicia won. And, you know, and I think so far it's mostly been the real physical players who have won HOH. Um, and also, I just found it like it was sort of a nail biter watching these people like the, the, um, the, uh, the points, how they were sort of coming out. I was surprised yeah. how off they both were. Like, I don't know how well I would have done under the pressure. You know, you're on live TV doing this math. But Bowie Jane at first puts up 26. Like, <laughs> yeah. 26 minutes? Well, you've been playing this game for 26 minutes right. right now. Like, what well, are we talking about? And Twitter was kind of coming for them because I guess Jarrett was there for a week. So Twitter was like, it's, yeah, exactly. it was a week. It was literally a week. <laughs> yeah, but I, mean, I, I feel like so right. Oh, okay, let's do it right now. So sure. How many seconds are in a week? Well, okay, they did oh, have a board minutes. for the um. They had a board, so yeah, so they'd be able are, to do the math out. They could write. There it out. are twenty four hours in a day. How many seconds mm -hmm. are eighty four? So there's eighty four hours in a week. And it's minutes right. where they're trying to calculate. There are, there are more than 84 hours in a week, Zach. Seven times 24. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Four not 84. Oh. <laughs> I think I if think you're trying to calculate. It right. It's 24 to calculate times minutes, 60. I was doing seven times 14. 60. What's 24 times 60? That's, uh, I don't know. But is that, that's, that, that's minutes in a day, three. right? 24 times 60, and then that times 7. I think if I had it's a board, four, four, it's uh, 1,440. 24, 24 times 60? 60? I think. There are 600,000, uh, 604, six, 604,000, 800 seconds in a week. We you keep going back to seconds. It's minutes. Oh, it was minutes? Sorry. Yeah. How many, many times that was? How many minutes in a week? It's 60 times 24 times 7. So it's that number that I said times 7. 1,080. One, 1,080 minutes. Or, excuse me, 100. Sorry, ten thousand eighty minutes. It was the the correct answer wasn't the ten thousands. I'd probably yeah. shave off 
a few hundred because you don't know like you need the exact amount of time and mm-hmm. so be, you want to be under that um but for, bowie jane's 426 like what are you did they let anyone be a lawyer dj like i don't understand how i have a question what is Corey's job again he's like a college student right mm-hmm. yeah he doesn't have a job i love what mccall said then i love it what did you say? he said i know he's supposed to be the genius but uh <laughs> oh I graduated yeah. well, high school at 16. Yeah. I Going back to what she said I about wanting to stay under the radar, you know, downplay her smarts, to an extent, I get it, but it never felt like she took the chances to utilize it. Like, I would think, okay, I'm going to stay under the radar and sort of be manipulative from the sidelines and then step back and sort of like a Sari sort of game. Um but she didn't have that connection relationship building that Sari had. And she didn't really use her sort of cunning intelligence either. So I I get what she was saying about not wanting to be perceived as this big threat, but I sort of agree with what Julie was hinting at at the end. Like, well, you know, had you done something, you might not be sitting here. Yeah. But you know what my theory is? I don't think she liked anybody. Like, I think oh, she probably no. genuinely disliked everyone in the house. Like, you know, even like that through the first or second episode, they had a whole little aside of her, like, screaming in the pantry about how all these people are way too emotional. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do remember that. Gosh, what else? She, she covered a lot in her, her interview. She did cover. Um, well, she brought up, she said, Corey and... Uh, America ki- kissing is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then she said, "Cameron and America and the- are Texas." <clears throat> I would love to know what she's hinting at with I that statement. Oh, they're at. always flirting. They're always flirting. I guess I've missed that. Yeah, do you want to hear they my show? Theory? Is that on the live feeds or do we? Because I don't feel like I've seen that in yeah. the I show. I don't feel like I, I see them talking. No, they because she's always like, oh, Cameron's talking to me again. But then, like, she's flirting with him. She's she she definitely is. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, they've alluded to that for sure. Because at first she was trying to act like like he's a creep, mm-hmm. but girl, you giving it back to him? Like you like she likes the attention, she, mm. I, and I think she's been playing it safe with Cameron just in case Corey's gone not necessarily in a you know romantic way but so she can have uh, a backup plan and uh, I think that's smart I think that Corey and America this is just a wild theory are gonna go against each other at some point because it feels to me that both of them thinks that they're running each other like they're like, I'm running the game here. I do think that I do. Th- I, I don't know mm-hmm. that they'll turn on each other, but I do think both of them think they are the leader. But I think that that's going to be the little their little group's downfall. When you have too many cooks in the kitchen, then you know, if you think it's like, oh, I'm the leader. No, I'm actually the leader here. But they don't know that. Oh. Yeah, that would be super interesting to see. I think it would take a whole lot for them to turn on each other 
um, especially since America came and like to the defense of Corey, like right at Felicia after that. Oh, yeah. um, uh, I don't even know the Vic, the veto nomination. Mm-hmm. Cameron had them like give his little speech or something. It was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, but then Corey just like left. So I feel like if anything, Corey might turn on her first. Mm. We'll see. So. Oh yeah, That's another Remember reason I just... said he threw her under the bus. On the last yeah, he just like walked outside. It's like I'm gonna go play pool. You wanna go play pool? And that um, part of that thing I don't like. I was like, trying to say that it's like, like quite a little bit. Come on, you little. Oh, I'm like you could have stood you there. And had like you knew you were lying. That's why you didn't stay. Like yeah, it's spineless. It's like Woody Allen. And and that to me is like if somebody's trying to have a conversation with you and they're asking you a question and you're just like whatever. I don't care what you're talking about. I'm I'm going to play pool. Like that just really rubbed me the wrong way and felt it felt also. And again, maybe this is my perception. It felt just like disrespectful to Felicia, who's this older lady and like, you know, at least have the conversation with her. Um, I just didn't like the way he did that. Yeah, I I think he it seemed like he was trying to play it as I'm going to like there's this big blow up happening in front of everyone. I'm going to be the one who looks calm and put together and she's the crazy one yelling about things. Um, I think that's the definition of I don't, gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really think it came across that way because although no one was really saying it to Corey, people are already not trusting him. Like they're telling everyone sort of telling them, telling Corey that they trust him, even though they don't. Um, but I guess that's how he was trying to like come across with that. Uh, but I agree that it's not really working at more anymore. It, it, earlier in the game, I think it would have worked for him and the sort of character that he's been. It was cute in um, the beginning. It was, uh-huh. cute, you know, now yeah. it's like, grow up, be a man. Right. I'm tired of this little boy. I'm tired of seeing him go away. I think he's just not good with, confrontation i mean he had that one moment with jared um in the humila room um and but that was just a couple of them and and it wasn't really yeah it was the closest he's gotten to this confrontation but i think that's just he knows that's not he's not good at that that's not his game um but he i don't know he might have to make it his game or something because i don't think he realizes the trouble he's in right now yeah, like I do appreciate the gameplay of it. I appreciate that there is actual gameplay happening now, like uh, with Corey and Cameron it's, and and Nicole like being against each other. It's like a lot more interesting to watch. It's just the smugness. <laughs> you hit it. You hit the nail on the head, Alonzo. It's the smiling and the like. Oh, I'm pretty smart. And it's that stupid mustache that makes it even worse. My sister criticized that too. I was eating that up, Savannah. She was just. Tearing him apart. Doesn't know anything about it. Yeah, it's not a great mustache. And then, like, this adds to it. Everybody on Thursday, like, looked great. Like, they have their best clothes on for the live eviction. He has on sweatpants and, like, a zip-up sweat jacket with no shirt. No shirt. He does that a lot. It's just like, come on. You know, like, like freaking college um, dude. The live shows, when it's a live show, everybody everybody looks, you know, pretty decent. Um, 
I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm bothered by it, and I know I picked Corey as my winner, but <laughs> ugh. Yeah, I, there's I like last week I said Matt has a good chance. I think that's what I what I said last. He didn't week. have a very you know big episode at all this last week. Um, Matt has no, also not. This isn't bad, but Matt's picked up weight. I was looking. I at, saw. I noticed that. Yeah, I, I, really? I was like. Like his face looks really. I, I almost thought. I wondered if he was sick or something. Here's the here's the thing though, that in the beginning of the episode, everybody looked terrible. It seemed mm-hmm. like they were really really tired. They like, they like like they seemed like something had just happened. Like they all looked like they got woken up because. So maybe his face just looked puffy. But I think I even noticed that like in the conversation with Jag, and they're like lifting weights. And yeah, stuff. his face looks look really puffy. Um, yeah. Mm, I did not notice that at all. Yeah, because I mean, in the beginning, I just realized like he was very chiseled. His face, you know, you see it. Um, so, well, I, I'm excited about what's what's to come. Do we want to take a break? Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break, and then um, unless anyone, <clears throat> excuse me, unless anyone else has anything to add about Big Brother, we can just get right back into what you've been watching. Cool. Right. Well, well, what you been watching? We'll be right. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back for what you been watching, Alonzo. What have you been watching? I have a feeling I'll be excited to talk about this one. Well, <clears throat> as you know, I I decided to watch Survivor live every week. So I, this is the first time I've sort of watched it committed to a full season. Mm, ever? While it's on TV. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I've okay. watched seasons, but not live, right? um and so this season is season 45 and uh, is that true? yeah yeah you're right, you're right. and I, i'm confused I, I i'm confused as to why <laughs> these people are there like oh my god I did know. they not realize what they signed up for um uh uh very first episode, uh, I think it's the red team. I can't think of their name, but I mean, oh girl, is just like I hate it here. <laughs> she's she's like I'm miserable. I said, girl, you just got like yeah, just arrived. You don't kick your nicotine habit before you get to the islands. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Ah, uh, it it. It blew my mind. Uh, oh and poor, what was his name? Jonah? I, that's not his name. Um, the, the guy with the ladder? The guy with the like ladder. Like who couldn't climb? I was just Is that who you're like, talking about? Yes. Like, I think it's Brendan or Brandon. What are you doing, buddy? What, what's happening over there? <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. And I think, you know, out of the interest of making it a diverse cast of, of different kind of people like that's all great but honestly i was like where's the like athletes and 
it just felt like these people didn't know what they signed up for. It was like they signed up to do a reality show and they were shocked to find out that it was Survivor. Like, <laughs> it, it's Maybe wild. that was the goal of the producers. Well, I mean, they were clearly all, like Jeff even mentioned it, like this is the biggest group of Survivor fans. Like they're all fans. There is. But like, that's not enough. I mean, that one guy who couldn't climb the ladder, he, he was crying because he was so happy Brandon. to be there. Brandon. Brand, uh, yeah, Brandon was crying because he was just so happy to be there, overcome with joy. Like, you've, you've clearly been wanting this since you were a kid. Have you not prepared at all, like a little bit? You would think these people who were the biggest fans would be the ones who are like building a a makeshift obstacle course in their backyard and doing like exercises and strengthening your mind and you know yada yada whatever but it, it's just like let's just pick the biggest fans and make it a diverse group of people which they are interesting to watch as yeah. far as like dynamics go we're already getting a lot of people playing really hard a lot of interesting relationships but Man, I kind of miss some of the, you know, models that we that we get from the earlier seasons playing this really like rugged game. Yeah, that that's exactly what I was thinking and uh but I guess it'll make some interesting television. Uh the red team had a lot of focus on it. Uh they also had that Emily lady who was sort of the villain day one mm -hmm. for her team yellow team oh yeah lulu team. yeah she automatic yeah. like she was distrusting of her team like immediately like like yeah not even gone to sleep yet and she doesn't trust them and her personality is very aggressive she's just and she's very sort of half glass empty kind of person uh yeah they even mentioned that yeah like that was she's a lot she's a lot uh but I'm I'm very excited to to watch the season and uh, and uh, uh, it, I, yeah it's going to be really interesting. It's just going to be a very interesting season, I think. So yeah, I agree. I'm I'm I don't I'm not down on it. Like I I think it is going to be a really good season. It's just baffling to me. I I'm not I'm not upset with these people. Like I'm baffled yeah. by their their inability to play this game that they've wanted to play forever um you know makes me want to go there but they applied and i didn't so they so applied you didn't you're also going to eventually do amazing race which i'm watching as well oh uh, yes great, great i haven't started that how has it been great first start great first episode i've only watched uh the first episode oh no 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 i've watched two episodes um great first start i'm enjoying it uh they start off with 13 teams this year which is the most ever um mm -hmm. and i like that they're doing eliminations immediately like normally it's it doesn't work like that but this this season i think they did it last season too where those legs where you have to the first leg the every single leg somebody's getting eliminated you know Oh, there are no no elimination legs. Oh, there every single one is an elimination. Wow. So that's exciting. That's yeah. exciting. Although I, there are always times 
Um, not always, but sometimes like a team I really like will have just gotten real bad luck and then they're saved. I'm like, oh, good, thanks. Um, but that heightens things. I like the that there are no no elimination. Or that it is a no elimination. It's an all elimination. Everyone's getting eliminated every leg. Sort of season. You got that? Yes. Jesus. <laughs> what am I saying? Good Lord. Yeah, and an hour and a half. Um, that's really going to be nice, too. Uh, it, it felt really good watching the first episode of Survivor, having that extra half hour. Did it feel the same with Amazing Race, or maybe they yeah. dragged a little bit? No, I, no, I did not drag. I, I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, they started in Hollywood, which I like. Um, so it was good. Uh, I think I'm going to enjoy it. I think I'm going to enjoy it. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been watching um, just this past week. Um, I feel like there's something else, but we can leave it. We can leave it there for now. Sure. Uh, Zach, what have you been watching? Uh, so I've not been watching a ton since last we spoke. I've been watching a lot of, uh, you know, Freeform slash ABC Family's 31 Nights of Halloween. Uh, but also Ooh. I've been trying to, you know, do my spooky movies. Boogeyman just came out on uh, Hulu, and I watched that yesterday, and it's based on a Stephen King book. I will say, well-directed. They play with lighting in a very interesting way. Uh, the it, it, You know, I don't get scared super easy by spooky movies that much. This one got me a little bit near the beginning because there's, like, a big jump scare, and then there's like something you don't expect after it. Um, but it seems like Stephen King, for some reason, in his advanced years, most of his stories are about like a monster that eats fear or eats like a grieving family sadness. Because there's two distinct stories that are about this that I've watched fully. The Outsider and Boogeyman. Both are about this monster that like, targets families whose family members are no longer with us and then like is it the same them. monster nope i think it's a different one one's oh, the boogie okay. wait oh my god it is the same one. Oh, holy crap that's, I didn't sure. realize. that's awesome that's a, that's like a cinematic anyway uh but i watched another movie this is a polarizing film because every review i've seen of it every and they say the same thing and they say it's a movie you enjoy watching if you enjoy this kind of thing, but it's something you really can't recommend to people. Uh, it's terror. Have you guys, are you familiar with the film Terrifier and Terrifier 2? Nope. I saw this on Twitter literally this morning or last night. It is uh, considered like hyper horror or, um, hmm, how to put it? It's gross. Um, it's I didn't about think it was in- real. I thought it was. I thought it was fake. Oh no, it's fake. Huh? It's fake. Well, I thought it was like a fake movie. Like I, I, I didn't- oh yeah, no, it's a real movie. It's ridiculous. It's about a clown who just kills people. Yes. Um, the first one's not very good. The second one's better. Uh, but it is the most disturbing things that you can think of. Like. It gets to the point where you're like, this is just watching human torture. But it's over the top. It's, like, taken in a comedic tone. But, you know, people's heads are exploding and stuff. And, like, stuff's getting pulled out. It's gross. Uh, But the performance of the clown. Hear me out. Brilliant. Brilliant performance, like, physically of this clown. Because he doesn't talk. 
and he like missed the whole time. Like his face is just like that, like gritted teeth the whole time. He kills it. Good job, Art the Clown. And it, this these movies have like a cult following, but ultimately, if you're listening to this, if you are a Grammar Alonzo, nah. <laughs> Probably no, right? You know, unless you're like, I want to feel something that's not good. <laughs> and then maybe go for that. It's mm. hilarious. Maybe someone listening that'll be that'll fit their spooky season watch list. Our, one yeah, of yeah. Our, mine. I think Not one of good. our ones of listeners will enjoy that. Yeah, maybe a hi mom. Maybe a <laughs> maybe one one percent of our audience. One percent. Like someone someone's fingernail maybe. <laughs> oh, Terrible um, too. Sounds interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, and I well, will add, I'm going to just add one more thing that I did watch, start watching the new season of Loki this week. Oh, oh. I have Dang. not, because again, I've been marveled out. I need okay, to. Okay, well, how's, at least how's it been? Tell us that. Well, I, I'm not going to lie. I, de- I did fall asleep watching it. Um, <laughs> but. So, so I don't know for sure yet, but by the next time we record, I'll have a better uh, update for you. Okay, good. Because I want to hear a review before I jump into it. Yes. I when heard I, when good I will, things I like initially. I'll get that for you. Okay. Um, real fast before we go, mine. Uh, I haven't really watched anything new since um, since we last spoke. Uh, I renewed my library card, and so I've been looking for some sort of spooky comics um, on a, on the app uh, Hoopla because you can. Something's taking the children. Is that a spooky comic I should look mm-hmm. up? Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh well. Here I'm, I need to make a note. What's it called? Something's taking the children. Something's taking the children. Okay. Uh, that's not what I've been looking at, but I'll look that up. Uh, I've been just. I, I'm only like an issue or two into Paper Girls. Mm, um, I've never heard it's, of it, 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 it. It's an Amazon show. They made it into one. Um, and I heard it. I heard it's a really good comic. Um, so I decided to jump in. The writing's awesome. Um, it's really funny. Be- better writing than I've ever recently read in a comic. I think. Um, it, I don't. I just started. Don't know too much about it. It's like Stranger Things esque, but with an all girls cast and. Some sort of time travel, maybe, and mm. like pterodactyls. The art's really cool. The writing's great. Uh, the visuals are uh, very stunning. Um, and it's just going in a lot of weird, wild directions. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and it takes place, um, at least so far, on All Saints Day. So getting my spookiness, too. So, yeah, that's what I've been consuming, watching, sort of, with my eyes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all again for listening, tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Next week, we'll be back. Um, next whenever. Talk more Big Brother, Season 25. Check in on Bowie Jane's Reign is HOH. Uh, I hope it's going to be an interesting one. Until then, catch you next time. Bye. Bye.